mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Today's episode has been sponsored by Jay McLaughlin. Jay McLaughlin is a timeless lifestyle brand with incredible style and a spirit of connection. I am obsessed with Jay McLaughlin and have been so honored that they are sponsoring my Zibiverse tour. It just so happens that the tour goes to so many communities and areas of the country that have Jay McLaughlin stores. And I love that the brand is philanthropic through Jay McLaughlin's local and loyal programming host store events to give back to organizations that are meaningful to Jay McLaughlin's local communities. I also love the fact that the clothes are just so chic. They make me feel polished and modern. And the best part is that most of the line comes in fabrics that don't wrinkle. I especially love the dresses, the cashmere sweaters, the other sweaters. You'll see them all over my Instagram. I typically tag at Jay McLaughlin. And so you can check it out. It is absolutely one of my favorite brands and I am over the moon excited to be working with them. In fact, I want to share the love with all of you. Jay McLaughlin is giving 20% off new customers and listeners of my podcast with special code ZIBBY20, capital Z-I-B-B-Y 20. That's 20% off for new customers and listeners of the podcast with special code capital Z Zibby 20. Take advantage of it today. My favorites are this white open long cashmere sweater that I've been wearing on every flight that I've taken on this tour. I have a blue with light blue horizontal striped sweater, several dresses I even wore on Morning America. Check it out. Jay McLaughlin. Thanks so much. Hi, I'm Zibby Owens, the creator and host of the award-winning podcast that you're listening to right now, thank you so much, called Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. It is a daily podcast, 365 days a year, and each day we talk to an author about all of the things related to their career, their book, their life, and more in 30 minutes or less, because who has time? I am now an author myself, although I wasn't when I started this podcast, and you can get my new memoir, Bookends, a memoir of love, loss, and literature, wherever books are sold starting July 1st, and my children's book, Princess Charming. You can learn more about me at zibbyowens.com, but really, you're here to learn more about the authors, and that is what we're going to do. Also, be sure to check out all the other podcasts in the Zcast Podcast Network. You can learn more at zcastnetwork.com and definitely check out those shows as well. Sean Williams is the author of Girl Dad. He is a hashtag girl dad to his two daughters 
and a hashtag boy dad as well. He is also the founder and CEO of The Dad Gang, which you'll hear I said the wrong name during the episode and I still am feeling badly about it. But anyway, he's the founder and CEO of The Dad Gang, a conscious social community of dads on a mission to redefine, revolutionize, and reshape the image of black fatherhood. Girl Dad is his first book for children. You should definitely check out The Dad Gang, by the way. It is the coolest Instagram handle, and they have these amazing videos of dads with their daughters, and it is so cute, and Sean is just amazing for starting this. I am just such a huge fan. Welcome, Sean. Thank you so much for coming on Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. I am so excited. I not only loved your picture book, Girl Dad, but the whole mission of Gang of Dads is so amazing. And you're the founder. It's the coolest thing ever. I want everybody to know all about it. Tell me about starting Gang of Dads and then writing Girl Dad and your whole mission to empower Black dads Uh and girl relationships. It's amazing. Well, well, absolutely. So it's the dad gang. I'm sorry. What did um, I say? What did I say? The gang of dads. Oh man, kind of I'm sorry. <laughs> so sorry. But yeah, so the dad gang, it's like my fourth baby because I really treat it like that. You know, in 2017, I started an organization just to change the narrative and the world's mindset of how they view Black dads. You know, I lived in a predominantly white neighborhood at the time. And it was a great neighborhood, but an older woman stopped me and approached me when I had my youngest daughter. And she said it was so good to see that I stuck around to be active. And in that moment, I knew that she probably said that because she didn't see a lot of, you know, black young black fathers being active. So it was a teachable moment. I, you know, I gave her a couple, you know, I told first of all, I told her, don't tell any dads that ever. Like just don't tell, don't assume that we wouldn't be active, you know, because it's the furthest thing from the truth. So I took to Instagram on my social media. I knew that my friends, my uh, brothers and my crew, who were all also young, active dads, if I just shared their images, I figured maybe that could just change that narrative by giving more visuals because it wasn't even in media. You know, you don't see a lot of active black dads and there's always that lingering stereotype that we're not active. So yeah, you know, I started an Instagram page. Initially, that's all it was. It was just an Instagram and a Facebook and a Twitter just to like share the images. And uh, within the year, a lot of other young Black dads caught on to the hashtags. They submitted pictures. So we were circulating hundreds, thousands of pictures all year. And within about after a year, I said, you know what? Me and my crew usually do like a, a dad walk. We'll get together, have coffee, have brunch. And it's me and my friends, probably about five to 10 of us. And we did get a lot of stares when we did it. So I said, let's see what this would, you know, let's see how it would look if I invited the following. And I swear about a hundred dads and babies came out and it was incredible. You know, we were breaking necks. It, It was a sight to see so many young dads pushing strollers, having a good time. And that's when I realized I had something much bigger than an Instagram page. You know, and and ever since we've been doing things to just support that community and we've been just growing at a rapid rate. And, you know, that led into us starting a nonprofit. It led into the nonprofit getting like worldwide recognition, which opened the door for some other opportunities like, you know, you know, writing a book, which was it was one of my things to do, one of my goals to do. I didn't know when or how it would happen, but the dad gang just opened the door for so many amazing things. And uh, just connected me with so many amazing people and dads. That and is that's, amazing. That's, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Thank as you. not to get another name wrong, it's it, don't <laughs> the name of the walk 
now you it's isn't it called the march of dads instead of the march of dimes yes okay march of dads (laughs) let's see you know maybe it's the head injury from getting kicked in the face in the swimming pool and having a black eye i'm gonna blame it on that anyway (laughs) so tell me about so the march of dads and the visuals were amazing as you said like all the strollers and just honestly like it's it's so cool it's just so cool so now are are you raising money in that walk for your nonprofit? is that and then what is the nonprofit? funds so, like what do you do with the funds raised and all that so, so what happened basically after the first walk you know the following is over a hundred thousand followers um these are dads and people from everywhere across the world so when we did it initially in brooklyn uh, we had a hundred dads but there were so many other dads that said we wish we could have attended but we don't have a stroller or we don't have you know child care for the baby or for the do whatever reasons a lot of dads couldn't attend. So while our mission was to change the narrative or the stereotype or the visuals behind black and brown fathers, we realized there were, you know, there were other needs outside of the, you know, changing our stereotype. And that's when we realized let's tag, let's add a nonprofit piece to this whole scenario so that we can have those that we can get the strollers to these dads. So what happened was we started a nonprofit called Random Acts of Dadness. So our crew is the, the dad gang. Random Act of Dadness was the nonprofit. And when we raised the money, we usually the first thing we did was supply over 20, 20 to $30,000 in strollers to dads all across New York. That was Brooklyn, New York, the Bronx. That was Queens. And we distributed dad packages, care packages with baby supplies, dad supplies, and strollers. We got Bye Bye Baby involved. We got Target involved. We got Walmart involved. And pretty much ever since then, we've been just doing that. So sometimes it might be, we might set up a uh, day of panels and discussions and workshops for new dads who need to learn how to swaddle. The, the thing is, there's not a lot of people paying attention to dads and, and supporting them in that journey. A lot of focus goes on to taking care of mom, mom and baby, and helping mom, you know, through the pregnancy. But Dads are going through a, you know, we're going through a struggle too and learning how to do these things too. So we're just trying to give support to, you know, new dads and dads who need it, whether it's childcare, whether it's, you know, financial advice or financial support, even during the pandemic, we were giving dads upwards of $5,000 for dads who have lost their jobs and just giving them a shopping spree with Walmart. So that, you know, it's a lot of pressure on provide and to maintain uh, that feeling of being able, the the head of the household, when you don't have a job, it's hard. So, you know, we just step in just to make them, give them whatever support we can. So we say, we like to say with the organization, we're support by any means necessary, whatever we have to do, we'll get it to them. So we don't really, there's no real specific program in what way we can help. But if there's a family that needs and they get in contact with us via our website or, you know, through a friend, we'll get some support to them. That is amazing. And then do you hear yeah. back from the dads after, like, this changed my oh life, my blah, God. blah, blah, Honestly, you know, the first thing, when we did that stroller giveaway, we had heard, got so many testimonials of, like, dude, you don't know how, how it feels to be able to, you know, support their family in this way. Because for dads, again, as the head of the household, when you can't support them in a way, you, you feel less than, you know, you feel like you're not doing your job as a dad, even though it's more than just adding support. So we've heard testimonies. I mean, we've even got testimonies of they expanded their family because we were able to support them. And so we have dad gang babies. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh. We have people who weren't ready to be parents, but after seeing how active and how much fun we had doing what we were doing as active 
uh, that they were like, you know what, I think we're ready for this. And, you know, five years later, we have people saying we had we had this baby because you guys introduced parenthood to, to us in a way that was so, you know, heartwarming and welcoming. And it's, it, it seemed fun to do and a lot less pressure and a lot less scary as the world may have made it seem. So yeah, a lot of testimonials come in, which just fuels us even more to like keep on going and keep on doing what we do. I know. Well, now as a mom, I want to like steal resources. You know, I'm like, wait, what, what are all the secrets you're telling dads over there? Like, what should I, what should I know? Oh man, You guys already know it. Trust me. It's, it's nothing, it's nothing new <laughs> under the sun, but you know, just talking specifically to them to a really underserved or under, no one's talking to them. So I feel like we've become that, you know, that voice to them, that, that microphone for them. Yep. It's really amazing. And then tell me about it. How, tell me about how it became a book. Oh, so girl dad. So I have three kids, two of which are daughters, uh, my oldest kids. How old are all of them? So I have a 17 year old who's like my best friend. (laughs) And then I have, yeah, then I have a six year old. And it was interesting because in changing the narrative of black and brown dads, there's these like subcategories of like, of, of views that people have, like, what is a girl dad? So one of, one of the videos that went viral for me was my youngest daughter painting my nails and putting makeup on. And this was uh, not too long after Kobe and his daughter, that tragic accident happened. So when he said girl dad, a lot of the following, you know, the hashtag started to bubble. And a lot of guys said, you know what? It's a shame that, you know, some dads think that the only way to pass on a legacy is through a son. And I said, it's very funny because when you have a girl, you really don't even think that I can't, you know, I can't extend my legacy through my daughter. So I felt like it was another, I'm on this whole mission to change these narratives. And it was just another conversation to have me being a a dad of two girls. You know, it just, it just popped in my head. Like, you know what, that's also another topic that we can address, especially for younger dads as they're developing their relationship with their girl. There, we don't want them to think that, oh man, I wish I had a son so he could play ball just like me, or I wish I had a son so she could be, so he could be a, insert any, you know, profession, a pilot or whatever the case may be, but instead embrace that relationship that you have and give it all you have, give it all you got, do whatever it takes to, you know, just enjoy that fun relationship because it is, it is part of your legacy. And that's kind of how Girl Dad came to be heavily inspired by Kobe and his daughter. And then just the unique relationship me seeing how much dad's really connected with like, you know what? Sometimes I feel funny when my daughter puts on, you know, it, it could be whatever. But for me in that moment, she wanted to paint my nails and I really didn't care. You know what I mean? It was fun for her. It was fun for me. The nail polish comes off right after. It's like, don't feel a way about it. Just dive mm-hmm. right in and enjoy that relationship because it does a lot more for that child and for you than to feel like you can't do certain things because you're a male or, you know what I mean? Like, Yep. You just have this whole weird stigma. So it was a really fun book to write. Um, I had them help me with it. You know, I would sit them down and be like, what are the what are the most fun things that we do? What do you, you know from our relationship? And they, they would just name a bunch of things. And that's pretty much what went into the book. Wow. That's yeah. really awesome. Yeah, there Thank was you. a destigmatization of pink bows effort in the book. Yeah. Like it, like it a yeah. lot. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. One of those things. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Have to get 30, 30, to get 30, bet you get 20, 20, 20, bet you get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com So how did you become this like visionary entrepreneur? Where did this come from? Like what was you, what, where did you grow up? What's your story? So I think it was a culmination of so many different aspects of my life. I, um, I grew up in Brooklyn. I was heavily involved. When I got to college, I was heavily involved in a fraternity doing community service and mobilizing the, you know, my brothers at my school. I was the, I served as the president of that organization for a while. And in doing that, I just knew how to like, you know, build community and get people together. So I, I, by the time we got to doing a walk for the dad gang, it was like second nature. A lot of my best friends were also part of my fraternity. So we knew how to mobilize large groups of men. So that was just a thing. I, I also served as a creative director for about eight years. I freelanced as graphic and, and a, a graphic and web designer for five years before that. So I kind of knew how to put things together and market or brand things in a way that was appealing to whatever or, audience I was, you know, reaching out to. So by the time the dad gang came about, it was more a, uh, a mix of the skills that I had honed over these years and just my passion for being a dad. As a creative, I spent a lot of my time at home. So I was a stay at home. Uh, I was working from home while on daddy duty. So I, I was never really off daddy duty per se, even in my professional career. So by the time the dad gang came around, it was a mix of all of these different things to just, and just, it just led me to a space where I didn't have to do anything else. Like this is what I did for a living. You know what I mean? Like organize, like run these events, you know, do this fundraising end up writing a book and um, just getting together. And it was all around my, my kids, you know? So I think it just worked hand in hand. It's awesome. I feel like I've tried to do something similar. Like I <laughs> my kids and everything I do, I did a children's book with them. Like I, there are some parallels. I haven't done a walk. I've done some retreats and like events yep. and things yep. like that. Yep. But yeah, it's, it's so neat, I think, to involve kids and to have them see you cr- be a creator in some way and like Absolutely. add something back to the world and make it a little bit better. I feel like Absolutely. I'm often like working on that, but I'm like, but don't, this is a mission. Like, don't, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, do you feel yeah. like that too? And that they're inspired to do the same? Oh, absolutely. The funny thing is, even in ma- making content for the Dad Gang, it's we're not doing anything outside of what we would normally do in a day. So if I'm taking them to the park, if I'm coloring, whatever I'm doing, I try with the content that we push out. It's not staged, you know. Mm-hmm. So 
most of the time they don't even know I'm working while I'm recording or doing what I'm doing. So by the time it came down to writing a book, it just seemed like a project that I would always do. And then it ended up in the book, you know, right. so it, it hasn't been very difficult for me to involve the kids in what what I'm doing. I mean, it's a little bit more hands on or different when I'm organizing a dad work or a fundraiser. They're not too heavily involved there, but it, it just it just worked. It really worked in my favor. I'm a lucky I'm a lucky dad. <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, the the content that you have is really fantastic. I love the one with the little baby, and he's like, you know, I don't even know how to describe this. You know, flexing and saying like, oh, yeah. and the dad's oh, like, yeah, yeah. he's like <laughs> yeah, so yeah. strong, and she's like this little thing, and oh my gosh, so oh, cute. Man. And the one doing like sit ups on the ground. This little tiny yeah. baby. Oh my gosh. Well, it's really you, you get lost on that page. I, on I that know. Page I was on, like, I the content and I'm I'm like laughing and crying all day. Yeah. But how great. I mean, isn't that the goal of all shared stories, right? Absolutely. Making people Absolutely. feel and like making people connect. It's it's really great. So where do you want this to go? Like what's do you have a dream? Is it just like a vision? Is it going just, you know, we'll see what oh, comes man. next? You you know the the the, the mission was it was very ambitious to say I could change the way the world views Black fatherhood. But I feel like once we changed it for one person, it's like it's a success. You know, we didn't yeah. I didn't start this to gain worldwide recognition just to like change that narrative. So I think we're well on our way to doing that. I think in realizing that dads needed support and starting the nonprofit, the, the goal now is to like open centers and do what we do mm. across across multiple cities. You know, we've we've done walks in Atlanta, New York, in DC. We're you know gearing up to do one in LA and other places in uh, within the country. We want to take it across the uh, you know to Africa and to just just around the world. Ideally, we would love to have a center and like locations where we can like really give these guys these experiences, these dads these experiences and get hands on with them, you know, whether it's a workshops, whether it's, you know, for, you know, family planning, financial literacy. I think it's it's a really important thing to have and a resource to have for dads. So I, it, that that would be the goal. That's the major goal to have those centers opened in multiple places, in multiple cities, in multiple just just areas in the, around the world. Well, it yeah. seems like you've gotten, first of all, so much press on this, but also the attention of like highly influential people yeah. for your dope, dope dad of the year award or dope dad. Yeah. Awards. Yeah. Yeah. Tell yeah. Me, tell got, me about that. Uh, so what was happening, um, especially we started that in 2021 after the pandemic, you know, a lot of the dads that we post are actual content creators as well. So in the pandemic, you know, they kept on going and I was so inspired because it's the easiest content for me to find, right? Uh, a lot of it is content that we're not creating. We're just resharing content that these dads make. So by 2020, we had a lot of partners. We had a lot of organizations that were down to support what we were doing. So we wanted to highlight dads who were just, you know, nonstop stayed, you know, helping us and giving us content. And this is the content that really changed that narrative, right? Letting us into your house, this into your homes, you know, talking about certain topics, um, sharing how they, you know, their parenting style, their fathering style with the following. So we just wanted to highlight them. And we, you know, selected like about 10 to 15 dads who we thought were like really killing it. And um, we went to Atlanta. We It was like in a nice restaurant. And it was just an amazing thing. Because a lot of, again, we don't need a trophy to be a good dad. But these dads were going above and beyond daddy duty for their families. They were going above and beyond what it takes to raise their family and sharing. And it was changing the lives of so many dads in the following that we just wanted to give them some real recognition and real, you know, just inspire them and motivate them to keep on doing what they're doing. So 
This year was our second year doing it. It got, you know, and you know, it's funny because everything gets even bigger and better every year that we do it. So all the programs from the walk to the dad awards to, you know, the stroller giveaway, all of these events, it's like we could just duplicate it the next day, the next year and the year after that and the year after that, because it doesn't stop. There's always going to be more dads. There's always going to be more content. There's always going to be more reasons to celebrate and shine a positive light on these guys. So that's what we're doing. That's what I was thinking about moms. I'm like, somebody at one point said, because a lot of my content has to do with books. And they were like, well, not just one person. Many people said to me like, well, don't do moms. That, you know, that immediately leaves so many people out who love books. And I'm like, you know, if I could corner the mom market, I'd feel good about that. You know, everybody's welcome to listen. And this is not just content for moms, but it's like, it's a, you know, it's a naturally recycling audience. There's always, there's, and there's such a need among parents. It's not just moms. This, this sort of need for connection when you're going through something incredibly difficult with no guidebook and constant issues to solve, right? I feel like every day is like a thing of, I'm like, I don't know, how should I handle this? How should I handle that? And Sometimes just a quick chat with somebody or, or, you know, a fellow mom who's like an entrepreneur and a mom and who gets it. And is like, yeah, it's really hard when X, Y, Z happens. Like it's enough to keep you going. And you're doing that for like hundred thousand plus people. It's really awesome. Yeah. You know, a lot of, a lot of dads or not a lot of people in general say, why don't you expand and do this? And, and I'm like, you know what, when, when you start getting good, and targeting a specific audience, everybody always wants you to expand, but that's the reason that you were able to talk to them. You know what I mean? That's the I know. We focused on these guys for a reason and this audience for a reason because they weren't being spoken to there. They weren't getting the attention. So now that we're focused on them and they're getting the attention, everybody wants us to expand. But you know, we can't we can't talk to everybody. You know what I mean? We can't exactly. focus on everyone and every issue. So I think we, we have a good sp- space. You know, I think we we're we're pointed in the right direction and we're making some, some good progress with uh, the dads and, you know, that's what we're going to keep on doing. There's always going to be more. (laughs) What are you going to do? I mean, I feel like you should have a show. There should be a documentary. There should be a show. You you must have something like that percolating in some way. Oh, absolutely. We've been documenting um, a lot of the, the, our journey. We also have a podcast coming out soon to, to share about what we're doing and to talk about those topics in real time. But um, yeah, it's 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 a thing. This year, we were actually going to do an exhibit to show Black fatherhood and how it's changed in Ooh. media, why the stereotype even started, and how we're not only combating the stereotype, but the fact that the stereotype is actually false that Black dads are are inactive or or deadbeats. It's actually not even true. And the fact is, when it, when it was stacked up, we actually did a, a study. The CDC did a study where they scaled. It was a measure of I don't know all the ethnic groups and. Whether we were in the home or not in the home, married or not married, Black dads were one of the most active ethnic groups in that study. So it's, it's just interesting that like the information that goes around and what people what people hear and what people believe versus what the actual reality is. So we're just trying to find different ways of doing that. So a documentary would be nice. Podcast, definitely. But an exhibit, I thought was a really creative way to do it. And I think we'll be able to do that in 2023. That's awesome. So you think yeah. museum or like cent- some sort of center or? Uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I can, yeah. yeah. The world is always okay, doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's going to be fun. It's going to be good. Cool. It's going to be cool. And I love all your merch, all this, the dope dad stuff. As I told you, my yes. son was like, you can't say dope. I have to say, you know, I can say it. He can barely say it, but you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so anyway, all yeah, the all the yeah. fabulous merch you have, and I just love the attention and recognition for parents. Full stop. It's yeah. just amazing, and those yeah. relationships are so special. So, 
Yeah. It's been an amazing journey so far, I, I have to say. Yeah. Wow. Well, Sean, I'm so glad to have met you. I'm sorry again for my mistake at the beginning. This is what happens. Oh, no, you're fine. You're fine. I, I just love what you're doing. I am so energized by it, seeing you do this Thank and you. like killing it. It's really awesome. So, um, oh. It's inspiring. Thank to you me. so much for having me. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. I meet so many amazing people like yourself. Sometimes it's really unbelievable, like the people I come in contact with and the the you know the exposure and the recognition from from this whole thing. It wasn't it wasn't the plan, but it it is nice. You know, it is nice to meet these people and get this type of support. So thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming. Bye bye. Thank you. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Zibby Owens and at Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Also sign up for my newsletter at ZibbyOwens.com and sign up for my virtual book club and meet lots of authors on Zoom every other week. Thanks so much to Steve and Ryan at Texture Sound for the sound editing. And thank you to Morning Moon Productions for providing this fantastic intro and outro music. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 